Welcome everybody to Power Hour of Health from the Media Hub on RiotRadio.ca. I'm your host, Coach Bond, and this show is all about health and fitness. The song you heard earlier was Hail to the King by Avenged Sevenfold. So today, we will be discussing everything about strength training, how often should we do this, and the difference between body weight and free weight exercises. So to start off, resistance training, also known as strength training, is an essential component of any fitness program. It involves using weights, resistance bands, or body weight exercises to build and maintain muscle mass and strength. So my question to you is, why is strength training important? First of all, it can help improve your body composition by increasing your lean muscle mass and reducing body fats. It can also improve your bone density, reducing your risk of osteoporosis, and it can improve your overall physical performance as well, making everyday tasks easier and reducing your risk of injury. If you feel sluggish all the time, you might want to try this. Now, if you're new to strength training, it is important to start slowly and gradually increase the weight and intensity of your workouts over time. A good starting point is to use light weights or body weight exercises and focus on proper form and techniques. So, what are some of the best strength training exercises to include in your workout? And you know this, some examples include squats, right? Lunges, deadlifts, the guys love this, bench press, <laughs> shoulder presses, pull-ups or lat pull-downs. We have the rows and we have the planks. So it's mainly focusing on big muscle groups first. It is important to remember that strength training is not just for bodybuilders or athletes. Please remember this one. It's a vital part of any fitness routine and can benefit individuals of all ages and fitness levels. Now, some of my women uh, clients ask me this, that one common misconception about strength training is that, will I be bulky if I do strength training? or add unwanted muscle mass. However, do know this, that this is not necessarily the case. The amount of muscle mass you gain will depend on several factors, including your genetics, diet, and workout routine. Most people will see improvements in their muscle tone and strength without adding significant muscle mass. So I'm gonna give you an example back in the pandemic days when the gym was closed, right? So what are you gonna do? How are you gonna stay fit? Do some physical movements? Like mostly you're gonna do body weight exercises and that's the way to go for, right? So coming up after the music break, we'll be talking about how often should you do your strength training. So don't forget that you can follow us on our Instagram at DCSA Media Hub, at Bonds Fitness, and on my personal account at Coach Bond PH. And of course on Facebook, Bonds Fitness. We're going to play you some music, 
Here's In Loving Memory by First and Forever right here on rightradio.ca.
Welcome back to Power Hour of Health from the Media Hub on RightRadio.ca. I'm your host, Coach Bond, and we just played In Loving Memory by First and Forever and Even Flow by Pearl Jam, which was requested by Sony Campus Flores. Next is we're going to talk about strength training frequency. So how often should we be doing strength training? The American College of Sports Medicine recommends strength training at least two days per week, targeting all major muscle groups. So remember, uh, before the break, uh, we actually talked some of the exercises, and then like example, the squats, the rows, which are normally the big muscle groups. And this can be combined with cardiovascular exercise and other forms of physical activity for a well-rounded fitness routine. The frequency of strength training depends on various factors, including your fitness goals, current fitness level, recovery ability, and of course, schedule. As we all know, we are all so busy, but nevertheless, there should be no excuse not to work out, right? <laughs> However, a general guideline for strength training frequency is to aim for two to three sessions per week, and this frequency allows for adequate recovery and adaptation while providing consistent stimulus for muscle growth and strength gains. Now, uh, let's go sideways a bit, and a client of mine asked me this, like, what if I do push-ups every day? Would that make my chest grow? Okay, in my professional background, we need to rest that specific muscle. So if you're gonna work out today, you're gonna do some bench presses and push-ups, do the chest today, tomorrow, rest that specific muscle. Because we need to recover that muscle and it can go into overtraining. That's what we call it. Overtraining and not allowing enough time for recovery can lead to decreased performance and increased risk of injury. There you go, okay? Additionally, the specific training program and intensity can influence the frequency of strength training. If you're following a program that involve, involves split routines, where you focus on different muscle groups on different days, you may train certain muscle groups more frequently throughout the week. So let's get back to that example. Um, let's say you're gonna do chest today. Tomorrow you can do back, and then the next day you can go back to your chest, okay? So it should be like each and every day, okay? However, Again, we should provide that adequate rest and recovery. Ultimately, it is recommended to consult with a qualified fitness professional or personal trainer who can assess your individual needs and help design a training program that suits your goals and abilities. Now, let's say you are a first-timer and you don't know what to do. You come to the gym and you hire a personal trainer. So what do we do first? So we should do some fitness assessments and uh, based from that fitness assessment, we will know which is your strengths or weaknesses 
and from there we can do your program so in moving forward we can benefit from your um, trainings and can reach your fitness goals in time coming up after the music break we'll be talking about the pros and cons of body weight and free weight exercises don't forget that you can follow us on our instagram at dcsa media hub at bonds fitness and on my personal account coach bond ph and bonds fitness on facebook we're going to play you some music here's other side by the red hot chili peppers right here on riotradio.ca
Welcome back to Power Hour of Health from the Media Hub on RiotRadio.ca. I'm your host, Coach Bond, and we just played Other Side by Red Hot Chili Peppers and Paper Cut by Linkin Park, which was requested by Ramez Dawes. And next is we are going to talk about the pros and cons of body weight and free weight exercises. So the question is, which is better? body weight or free weight exercises what are the pros and cons so let's go first with the body weight exercises and as you can see like you can do it anywhere so that is the number one which is convenience body weight exercises can can be done anywhere everywhere as they do not require any equipment it's just you your body this makes them suitable for people who do not have access to a gym or prefer to exercise at home or while traveling. So again, back in the pandemic time, people will go for bodyweight exercises for sure. Number two, it is cost effective. Bodyweight exercises eliminate the need for expensive gym equipment or a gym membership. 
making them a budget-friendly option for fitness. Number three is improving functional strength. Bodyweight exercises often mimic everyday movements, which can help improve overall functional strength and movement patterns. Number four is versatility. There is a wide variety of bodyweight exercises that targets different muscle groups and can be modified to suit various fitness levels. This versatility allows for a diverse and adaptable workout routine. So, for example, let's talk about planks, right? People hate planks, at first maybe, but there are some variations to the plank workouts in which you can enjoy those as you move along. What are the cons of bodyweight exercises? Number one is we have limited resistance. So whichever is your current weight, that my friends is the weight you're gonna use because the resistance is limited to your own body weight, which can be a drawback for individuals looking to build significant muscle mass or strength. Now, with regards to bodyweight exercises, for me, professionally, it's mainly just at the beginning or it can go into variations. Like if you want to build endurance, bodyweight, you can go with that one. Progression can be challenging. That's number two. And because as you get stronger, it can be more difficult to continue progressing with bodyweight exercises alone. Now, of course, there's lots of variations for bodyweight workouts, but it may be necessary to incorporate additional challenges such as using equipments to continue making gains. Now, most of my clients, they ask me like, can you gain through bodyweight exercises? The answer is you can gain at first but then again, if you want to gain more, then you would want to use resistance uh, exercise or equipments rather. Number three is muscle imbalances. Bodyweight exercises often rely on bodyweight distribution, which can lead to muscle imbalances if certain muscle groups are consistently underdeveloped or overdeveloped. A great example is your handedness. So which one do you use? Your right hand or your left hand? So more often, like if you use your right hand, then your right side is much more stronger compared to your left. Makes sense, right? So that's where the imbalances shows. Number four is it's difficult for certain exercises. Some exercises, such as heavy squats or deadlifts, are challenging to replicate effectively using only body weight, limiting the potential for certain strength training goals. Now, let's go for the pros of free weights exercises. Number one, increased resistance, of course. Free weights, such as dumbbells, barbells, now we have um, medicine balls even, okay? It allows for progressive overload. 
enabling individuals continually increase the weight they lift. This can be beneficial for building strength and muscle mass. Number two is greater muscle activation. Free weights engage stabilizer muscles, promoting better overall muscle activation and coordination compared to some body weight exercises. Again, if we're doing body weight, there's a chance that you get that muscle imbalance. But for free weights, you get greater muscle activation. Number three is versatility. Free weights offer a wide range of exercises that can target specific muscle groups from different angles, providing a greater variety of training options. Now, let's say for example, you wanna grow your biceps. So bicep curl, right? So you can use dumbbells, you can use barbells, and that you can grow your biceps even more. Number four is specificity. Free weights allow for more targeted training of specific muscle groups, making them effective for bodybuilding, powerlifting, and strength-focused training. So specificity, let's give an example, an athlete who's a basketball player, okay? So for the basketball player, what needs to be worked on? Let's say he needs to improve his jump, needs to do power. So what do you need? You need to build strength. You need to build muscle mass in which you can use machines, you can use barbells, you can use dumbbells. And of course, there's another training, which is plyometrics, which will be in a different topic. What are the cons of free weights exercises? Number one, equipment and space requirements. Free weights require access to appropriate equipment, such as barbells, dumbbells, weight plates, along with enough space to perform the exercises safely now if you have a big house then probably it's a best way to go for having those equipments right but what if you're renting in a small room a studio room how can let's say a bench press fit into that area right there number two increased risk of injury improper form or excessive weight can increase the risk of injury when performing free weight exercises. It is crucial to learn proper technique and start with appropriate weights. And again, like if you just go and do, I know, 100 pounds right away without the proper warm up and without the proper fitness assessment, you just feel like, oh, I just wanna bench press like 100 or 150, okay? so. Um, if your body is not conditioned, it can cause you injury. Number three is cost. Purchasing free weights and related equipment can be expensive, especially if setting up a home gym. Additionally, gym memberships or access to a well-equipped gym may be necessary to access free weights. And again, Back in the pandemic times, some of my clients actually turned their small area into a fitness gym. 
So what did they do? They bought some dumbbells, they bought some barbells, uh, they even bought a squat rack or a cable machine, which in fact, it is a good equipment wherein you can do almost any exercise. Number four is the learning curve. Using free weights correctly requires knowledge of proper form, technique, and safety precautions. It may take time and guidance to learn these skills effectively. And always remember that it, it is important to note that both body weight exercises and free weights can offer numerous benefits and the choice between the two often depends on individual preferences, fitness goals, and available resources. Well, that's the end of our show today. I look forward to seeing you back here next week. And don't forget that you can follow us on our Instagram at DCSA Media Hub, at Bonds Fitness, and on my personal account, Coach Bond PH, and Bonds Fitness on Facebook. Here's Thunderstruck by ACDC, playing us out on riotradio.ca. Take care, everybody.